So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 105 for May 28th, 2017. I always forget the date. With me this week we have Jerry Parallax Abstractions Corcoran. I hate your name. I'm not dead. <laughs> You're here. You're here. You showed up. Yes. I mean, mentally, I'm kind of dead, but not not physically. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you still showed up though, so that's better I, than I, I did. So at least there's. I mean, we're well, yeah, we're an hour and a half past normal starting time, but hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's better than Oroa or Nicolotis, who uh, you know are hanging out with friends and stuff. I know, friggin' like hanging out with humans. What the hell is that about? Yeah, I don't get it either. So, no, nope. uh, of course, I'm your host, Nathan Reed Spruth. And what games have you been playing, Jerry? Not, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I've been playing the Real Estate Sucks game, mostly. Um, yeah. You played some Battlegrounds. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, the uh, My uh, my new uh, lady friend, oh yeah, by the way, I haven't told you that yet, Reet and Cab Mac is my new lady friend now. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, I'm not stupid. <laughs> okay, that yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, I got um, it. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, she uh that that, that that's impressive cuz a lot of other people didn't until I spelled it out directly for them. Uh Yeah, I caught it pretty yeah, quickly she, there, yeah. She actually gifted me gifted me PUBG the other night because she's amazing. Uh I've been debating it, but I've been I've been living in hardcore austerity mode getting house stuff saved up. Um but uh, yeah, so I played some of that the other night. I streamed it on B uh, sorry, Mixer. Mixer, yes. Um <laughs> stupid corporate name anyway uh so yeah i streamed some of that i played it with some buddies from work um didn't do particularly well but i definitely at it but i definitely see what all the hype's about with that thing uh it's janky and broken as hell but it's also a shitload of fun though i have to say i was rather disappointed i purposely left voice chat on so that i could have the experience of what everybody says the plain voice chat is like and it never happened three matches that the plane was quiet the whole time oh maybe everyone no, just mutes themselves i guess i don't know everybody has said oh my god in the plane it's like the it's like the worst of the internet all in one confined space but uh it never never really happened uh so yeah i played some of that which was good uh i have not managed <laughs> i now have a, rec- a recording backlog of about oh 15 games uh at the moment i think but you just uh, need to take a week off work and just Pound those I up. well, I'm planning to take a new a week off work when I get moved into my new place, but most of that is going to be spent configuring said new place. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I need like a month off to just do nothing but record and play stuff. But uh, I might do one video later tonight. Uh, but I've got a crazy amount of stuff in there, so I've been dabbling into some some different uh, uh, indie things that I'm planning to do. I played this game, which has kind of got a terrible name called Immortal Redneck. Uh, which is this game that it's basically like if you took Ziggurat, which is a roguelite that I absolutely adore, and combined it kind of like with Serious Sam. Uh, the guy who made it directly cited those as inspiration. Um, it's pretty good. The guy actually, I was talking to the dev a little bit over email. He was actually super bummed because Total Biscuit did a video on the game and actually hated it. Oh, yeah. Uh, but just about just about everybody else has liked it. Um most of the gripes that people have are the same ones that I have, but they're relatively minor. Uh, overall, I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. I really I, I'm ho- I might do a video on that tonight if I can. 
but that's been a, a good time. Um, it's been that. What else? Uh, yeah, I played PUBG and I played. Um, I got into the beta for Next Machina, which is uh, Housemark's next game, which I haven't actually played yet, but I hope to tonight because Housemark is one of my favorite small developers ever. Uh, and Next Machina is their next game, which is being co-designed by Eugene Jarvis, who is like a legend in old school arcade gaming. Uh, he's oh, like okay. the guy who developed Robotron, Smash TV, um, uh, Total Carnage, games like that. So back um, before, back before I was born, but when you were a kid. Yeah, early 80s. Okay. Uh, when I was very, very young. So, uh, yeah, and it's supposed to be great. And, I mean, I have not played anything by Housemark that I haven't thought was amazing. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Um, but, yeah, that's been mostly it. Um, I'm, I'm still at my mom's right now. My mom has finally – I finally got my mom not terrible internet so that I can actually play stuff. Um, so I'm hoping to do some more of that. And I've got – so yeah, I finally, I sold my house and secured a new condo. I'm going to be moving on the 20th of June, or that's when I take the keys anyway. I'm probably moving like a week later because I'm getting, Cavmax dad is going to be putting in floors for me and some other stuff. Uh, I'm hoping between now and then stuff won't be too nuts and I'll finally have a chance to play some more stuff and stream some more stuff, uh, but we'll see. Right. <laughs> it's right. just, it's been, work has also been mental cakes. It's just been one of those months. Yeah, see, uh, the games I've been playing, I played uh, some 20XX, and mm. I, I just... How's well, that I, coming along? I haven't played it in a while. Is that still evolving well? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're adding new... It, they've changed up a couple of the bosses. Okay. And made them a little little different to fight. They've okay. added a bunch of new items and stuff, but it's it's fundamentally the same game. And then mm-hmm. okay. uh, played some Dark Souls 3, and the reason I played Dark Souls 3 was because I have a friend, two friends that I've been uh, playing it through with, but, oh, nice. it, but I'm really bad at the game, and I might have been like 30 levels lower than my friend who had only played with me on that character. So I ah. must have died and lost a ton of souls or something and just been way far behind but now i'm i'm just about caught up to where his what his level is and so then i'll be able to actually play through and fight more bosses and stuff with them oh nice yeah i still haven't finished dark souls 3 uh, when about a year ago when we did a second extra life at the chio telethon me and my buddy Keymaster steamrolled like 80 percent of it in one session but we never actually completed it oh okay. so i uh I wouldn't mind doing that at some point, and I'll probably I heard the DLC for it is kind of meh, or at least the first one's meh, and the second one's better. But I wouldn't mind trying. Uh, I, I'll probably pick up the season pass when it's cheap at some point. And then I played not much else. I have some Final Fantasy three. I played played that, but I didn't beat it yet. Mm. And it's a pretty short RPG, actually, so it shouldn't take too much longer. Oh, is to it okay? It. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that's about all the games I played. I also played learning how to do my new job, which yeah, wow, boy, you had a you had a life change. Speaking of, yeah, 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 and I uh, I've mentioned it in the podcast before, but um, I got a job with Sony. Uh, I well, and I, not just any part of Sony, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. really cool part of Sony. <laughs> I got a job. I got a job at Bend Studio, which is the company that was making Days Gone, the first game they ever made. Bubsy 3D. 
Oh, that was Bend. Yeah, before Sony bought them. That's right. Yeah, and then they, they did. Were, they they traditionally. It, it was interesting because they are traditionally a mobile developer, or not a mobile, a uh, handheld dev. Like no, they did a lot no, no, of no, PSP no. and uh, no, uh, they're not Vita stuff. No, no. So they're traditionally they made Siphon Filter. Didn't they just make the PSP ones, or did they make all of Siphon Filter? They made all the like the first Siphon Filter was done by Idetic. Which turned into Ben Studio. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, I thought yeah. Idetic was a different company. Okay, and, and so I was talking with our our administrative lady, and she graduated. She was telling me she graduated college, um, and then she did Bubsy 3D. She was one of the there were only eight developers, and she helped develop Bubsy 3D. And she's like, Bubsy yeah, 3D. Wow. She's like, it didn't get any good graphics or any like it didn't get any good ratings or anything, <laughs> but. Um, it's legendary. Yeah, like she, she's like, you know, I still had fun making it, so I don't really care. And uh, she also said that they all got like little Bubsy plushies for oh, developing nice. the. I'm like, I actually would love to have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, that's cool. So, uh, so you can, you can, you can get me. Uh, you could totally get me a review code for Days Gone, right? I I don't know. Um, <laughs> Probably not. I'm guessing. I, I don't know. I don't know release dates. I don't know anything about the game. Uh, I'm under an NDA. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Yeah. So I don't I even know think. what day's gone. I don't know where I heard that from. That's yeah, total, yeah. That's total. That doesn't. That's not real. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. They. Uh, it's a fishing game. I think you. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But yeah. anyway. But that's uh, cool. Working in IT and game dev, that's pretty rad. That's something I would love to I would love to try. It is the weirdest. Okay, so it you know, you're you've helped end users before, I'm going to imagine. Oh my yes. <laughs> now, say you have to go do something on their computer and you go talk to any user and say, "Hey, I need to go do this." Mm-hmm. Majority of the time they're going to be like, "Well, I need to finish this, I need to do this." Correct? Uh-huh. Every time I've went up to somebody and be like, hey, um, I need to do something on your computer. Like, we need to update this. Or the other day I had to update something. I don't I don't want to say anything because I don't want to get fired. I don't want to say the tool. I don't want to update this proprietary tool that we're totally using to, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, uh, we need to update this. So um, all we have to do is we need to get you signed in and everything and we can get this updated. Every person I went to was like, okay, let's do that right now. No complaints. No getting mad at me or yelling at me. Like, well, the nice thing is, right, is in in an industry like game dev, you're working with technical people, right? Like people who get the the uh, people who get the experience, right? And who I'm sure they are much more empathetic to your plight than most end users. Yeah, and I mean, a lot of them like they're very specialized, so they don't know like the inner workings of the computer. Updating stuff isn't really on their mind, but they know how to use computers better than. You know, just the average person who sits at a desk. And of course, yeah. We have some brilliant people. One of the guys I worked with, uh, he did lighting only for about six weeks on Guardians of the Galaxy. He did ha, some special cool. effects stuff on that. Another person who I haven't met yet was the senior effects artist for, or something like that, for Deadpool. Okay. So yeah. the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So we have a bunch of film people there um, who we snatched up and brought over to Bend. So, yeah, it's... That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, there's a lot of stuff to learn because I haven't... 
I haven't learned. We're working with a lot of tools you wouldn't in a lot of other jobs, I'm sure. Right, right. There's a lot of tools that, that are there. That, again, I don't want to go into because I don't mm-hmm. know how much I can go into. Let me tell you how the PS4 dev kit works. <laughs> yes, and PS4 <laughs> Pro dev kit. Um, yeah. But anyway, like, they, like, Active Directory. Obviously, I'm going to be using Active Directory. I've never used Active Directory before, so setting stuff up there was a little different, but it's actually pretty easy. So mm-hmm. getting to learn that stuff, um, a lot of the back-end stuff, it's it's a nice learning curve. Also, it's a nice pay increase. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, right now I'm under contract for a year, and nice. then after after the year, hopefully, I'll be made full-time. So... There's well, and you know what too is cool is they've you know you, you hear all the stories and I I wonder how true this is in reality but you hear all the stories about these people who have like started in a at a game developer in a support role or uh, something like that and have eventually gone on to you know actually get roped into helping with production and before you know it they're actually you know actively involved in making games as well. I don't think that's so, going to happen with me because I have no, no desire to do that. I have, oh, no no. Des- I have no desire. <laughs> I have no, like, my brain doesn't work in that. I can't program. I suck mm-hmm. at graphics design. Like, none of that. I'm good at fixing computers and making them work. That's that's it. Fair that's enough. all I got. Um, also, I will, after working for Sony for a week, I have nothing bad to say about Sony. I will never say another bad thing about Sony as a company. I've heard they're apparently a pretty good. I, I believe I've read that before that they're cons- actually considered a pretty good employer, or at least their studios are. Yeah. So uh, this is a little thing, um, but their vending machines, like chips and you know Rice Krispie treats and stuff, almost mm-hmm. everything in the vending machine is twenty five cents. Wow. Yeah. Like they. Uh, they bring in food uh, it, for developers that are – or for people there that are working overtime and stuff. They bring yeah, in so lunch crunch. for everyone. Yeah. Um, and like t- – well, two times a week they just bring in lunch just wow. for people – and put it in the fridge. And they're like, here, we put it in lunch. So if you want to grab it, go ahead. Um, That's cool. You know, they have just a fridge full of free drinks like – it, it's amazing, like the way that they That's actually cool. they actually treat the people, like they actually care about them, is not something that like I've ever had to <laughs> had to see at any other company I've worked for because it's like the yeah. idea of putting a vending machine in and basically making your people pay cost for what's in the vending machine is unheard yeah. of anywhere else. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean, you hear about terrible conditions at a lot of game developers, and I mean, <clears throat> I mean, hell, it's not restricted to the game industry. You know, corporate America in general, I would say, in many cases. And yeah, it's 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 cool to see a company, and particularly one that's you know a company that is part of a much larger one that seems to be uh, you know uh, that seems to be very much on treating people you know as best they can, given that they're you know aware of how demanding their industry is. I mean, I've no doubt. You know, Days Gone's a triple A game, so I've no doubt there will be no shortage of crunch before that game ships. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I uh you know. I haven't actually uh been able to play or see any of it really, so uh other than the, the E E three trailer from last year. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it looked cool. You know, a lot of people were kind of like, oh, look, zombies again. Yeah, but I don't know what I saw that I was like, oh, this looks like it could be pretty rad. Well, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, there were 900. I can tell you about that uh, because it's already been released. So 900 uh, enemies on screen at once. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. So it's quite a bit. So, yeah, uh, yeah really looking forward to working there for a lot longer because it, it seems like a fun place to work. And everyone has been super nice. My bosses are awesome. Uh, both of my bosses I, I can sit down and just bullshit with. And So uh, are you one of, uh, like, are you... I presume you're one of like a. You're not the only help desk tech there. I assume you're one of several, or no? Oh, you're the only one. Uh, so we have help desk tech and two system admins. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, of course, cool. of course, there are. How, I don't, uh, are you allowed to say how big the place is? Like how many people are there? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm sure I can. Like do how that. many do you support? Um, there's about 120 people there. Okay, well, for yeah, two admins and a, two admins and a desk support tech. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, they do my. There's the like lead system admin, and then the system admin, and then myself. And mm-hmm. uh, the system admin and I tend to do like he does help desk stuff, and I do help desk stuff. And also, I'm doing right. a lot. I'm going to be doing a lot more than just help desk with like. Because usually, from what I understand, help desk doesn't do like Active Directory, creating accounts, stuff like that. They're more just helping the users, and I'll be doing a lot more um, like Active Directory and kind of like the system admin stuff as well as help desk. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. Uh, that and even if the contract doesn't get extended, or you know, I don't make, I don't become a full time employee. Like, mm-hmm. how good does it look to? put that you worked for sony well that's the thing i mean you could go yeah in terms of getting jobs at other game dev places that obviously makes it a lot easier but yeah even just to say you know i did it support in the games industry i'm sure to anyone who knows the it industry at all would be a badge of honor (laughs) yeah and i uh you know the how i got hired was weird i actually got contacted by a headhunter on indeed Really? And, that and, actually led to something. <laughs> yeah, and so she contacted me. She's like, hey, I think you would be really good at this job. Um, wow. So if if you want to send me your resume and everything, and she helped me update my resume too to make it look like good because <laughs> my resume kind of sucks. Yeah, um, that's that's cool. And anyway, so I, she's like, okay, they we have an interview for you on Wednesday. And I was like, cool. So it was just a mm-hmm. phone interview, so I just took a little bit of time off work, did a phone interview, mm-hmm. and then I went back to work at, at mm-hmm. my old job. So I did that, and then I was like, I'm going to have to wait a month or two, and then I'll never hear from him again. And mm-hmm. the next day, what? she called me, and she's like, hey, they want to do an in-person interview with you on Friday. Shit, dude. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she uh. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> And then she was like, oh, well, they want to reschedule to Monday. And I'm like, that's fine. Like, mm-hmm. so, so I got that second interview. And on Friday, I emailed her and I was like, hey, so have you heard anything from from Sony? And she called me and was like, yeah, they want to offer you the position. I'm like, wait, the, <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, this this isn't something that should be happening. You you do realize I'm a high school dropout, right? Uh, uh, I didn't really do that well in college. Okay, whatever. 
Yeah, so, wow. So, yeah, like, I, and I'm sh- they said that um, there were a lot of people that were applying for the job, and I ended wow. up getting it. That's pretty badass. I must have impressed them with something. I don't know. Maybe it was my sarcasm. Maybe. I mean, also, they may, you know, some, some people do appreciate that. Also, uh, my boss actually told me that I was the only candidate that was able to label the colors for uh, ether for Ethernet. Like okay, how so to make Ethernet that's cables. At my, at my job, we have a nomenclature for that, too. Now, d- d- was that something they wanted you to memorize or is that cuz or is there actually an industry standard for that that I'm just totally not aware of? So, um I forget what the it's like 503B and A or whatever. So there's yeah. A and B. Um A I actually don't know. I know that two of the pairs are switched is what it is so you can make crossover cables. oh you meant for okay you meant you meant for ethernet for the okay so the wiring i thought yeah, you yeah, meant yeah. like because we have at my work we have um uh, we have um uh brain uh we have a nomenclature for like when you're doing up a rack like this is supposed to be wan this is supposed to be lan this is firewall this is you know this is uh i scuzzy that kind of thing like the colors of the cables themselves oh but no, yeah no, okay no. you meant you meant you meant for the pair the the connector wiring that actually is impressive i don't think i i've i've wired miles and miles of custom cable in my life and i don't even know if i could remember that <laughs> it's uh orange white orange green white blue blue right green green brown white brown that's nice. That's the, pretty awesome. The only reason I know that is mm-hmm. because at my old job, my boss made me sit down and he I never I'd never made an Ethernet cable before. And uh-huh. so he was the first like two weeks, I didn't do anything but make Ethernet cable. <laughs> so he just he's like, here's the deal. I've made thousands of Ethernet cables. I don't mm-hmm. want to do it anymore. That's yeah, I your want job. To do this never again. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's thankfully my old boss uh, did that. I also got uh, a key to the storage room at my new job. Okay. So I took a picture okay. of it and sent it to my old boss because I was there for two and a half years and didn't have a key to my office. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Let's move nice. on or uh, awesome, stop man. gushing about my my new job which is Well congrats congrats though it sounds uh, it sounds pretty badass I'm I'm really uh I'm I'm glad you landed that it sounds yeah. great And also the 35% raise is pretty awesome That yeah that's all right yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah you were saying you've got a bit of a longer commute but it sounds like that's that that offsets it <laughs> It's only about 10 minutes longer so it's not like Okay, that's all right. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes in the morning and then about an hour after work because of traffic. So Okay. Yeah, it's I mean, I think Connor takes 2 hours to get to and from work, so Oh, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah exactly. So anyway, let's move on and we're mm. going to talk about some video game stuff and wrestling stuff, which actually has mm. to do with YouTube. So mm. I'm not just like we're going to talk about wrestling cuz fuck you. Um yeah. So anyway, Destiny Two, you're excited for it. Uh, I flamed out on Destiny One, wicked bad. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm hoping they fixed the many myriad of things I had problems with with that game. Uh, but I, I'm definitely gonna wait and see for when it comes out. And if it is good, I'll play it on PC uh, through BattleNet. Strangely enough, if that's uh, if that's good. Well, also there. Um 
they're going to be uh, having it for PC. So that's yeah, yeah as you said. Well, that's what I, yeah, and and through ba- and through BattleNet of all friggin' things, which is really interesting. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It is Activision. Yeah, I mean, it's Activision that is publishing the game, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so but, so yeah, even with the PlayStation Four Pro, you are unable to get. 60 frames a second, so it's it's limited to 30 frames a second. That seems I mean, I'm not surprised, frankly, because they're probably on the pro they're just gonna they're just gonna instead they're just gonna boost the uh the resolution or the texture quality or something else. I mean, you know, a lot of us would tend not to agree with this, but in the in the console world and at knowing some console players that I work with, the consensus generally seems to be they are more interested in fidelity uh, over frame rate. They'd rather play at 30 if it means the game looks better. Yeah, that makes sense. That, so That just seems to be a PC console, you know, uh, division of, of ideology, I guess I th- you'd say. I think PC and... <laughs> P- but PC wants both. They want it to be really pretty, yes. but also run at 60 frames a second. Correct. And but they, you know, PC people are also often willing to pay out the ass for that. Yeah, like us, we're stupid. Yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. You have a 1080, I have a 1070. We're not the smartest guys in the room. So, nope. <laughs> um, but also it's saying that in this article that it's not the GPU that's the problem. Because the mm. GPU can push the graphics, but it's the CPU that's causing the frame rate issues. Yeah. So because that's interesting. From what I understand, they only run at like one point something gigahertz, right? I forget what it is on the Pro, but yeah, like the Pro is is clocked decently higher than the the, the standard PS4. But yeah, the because that's the thing is they're they're custom built AMD APUs, so it's GPU CPU combo on the on a single chip. And uh, yeah, the the chips in the in those that both that and the Xbox One seem to be focused more on GPU power than CPU power. Right, and I'm kind of excited for the uh, the Scorpio, though I'm probably not going to get it. Mm-hmm. But I would, yeah. I would be surprised if the Scorpio didn't um, have something to do at E3 this year. I'm going to imagine that. Oh, oh be- yeah, they'll 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 be talking about it at length at E3. I'm sure, and oh, talking yeah. about you know when it's when it's going to come out and uh, all that jazz. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So 60 FPS seems pretty awesome uh, mm-hmm. on the PC, but it's not going to be happening on either of the consoles. I wonder if the Scorpio is going to be able to push 60 frames a second, but it's probably just going to play the original Xbox One version, so it probably won't even run at 60 frames uh, yeah, a second I, on that. I don't remember if the Scorpio ha- is supposed to have the same limitations as or the same um, restrictions as the PS4, which is that any game that comes out on it has to have things that take advantage of the of the 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 full thing or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure if that's the case, it's probably going to have to have something, but I suspect, well, you know, I, if De- destiny two on Scorpio is probably just going to be enhanced uh, resolution or, well, you know, well, what, it'll I run. Was, what I was thinking yeah. was that the Scorpio, it's going to have backwards compatibility with the Xbox one and the Xbox one S that's, that's obvious. So most yes. likely it's just going to run the game the same way. Kind of like the PS4 Pro, you can play any PS4 game in there and it mm-hmm. will run pretty much the it it will run a little bit yeah. better. 
but it's pretty much the same thing. So I would be surprised if if they made it Xbox One Scorpio or Scorpio compatible. Like to where I, I imagine it'll get stuff. a. I I would wager personally, it's probably going to get a patch after the fact. Yeah. Uh, be, because like score uh, a lot of PS4 stuff, even games that were two or three years old, got pro patches. Yeah. Um, like stuff like Shadow of Mordor, games like that, were was getting pro patches. So it, it, I would. My guess is that uh, Bungie already has. Uh, Scorpio stuff in the pipe that they'll be ready to roll out when it comes out. But yeah, the game's coming out earlier, but not much earlier. So um, I'm sure they have stuff planned. But yeah, right. I, I to me, I, I would wager it's going to be a resolution bump. Like it probably won't run at 4K, but maybe it'll run at 2K or something yeah. like that. But it'll probably maintain the 30 frames a second on that too. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping at least if they limit it to 30 frames a second, that's a very consistent 30 frames a second. Destiny one was like yeah. Destiny one was 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 pretty solid a pretty solid uh, like I played that on on PS4 and uh, it only dipped in the the heaviest of firefights and even that was pretty uncommon. See, and I've heard Destiny got a lot better with a couple of the expansions that they have, but that's I one never thing bothered I've, to give a shit. Exactly, I don't want to pay another thirty dollars just to and i flamed out on it i flamed out on it so hard because i just basically what happened with it is i played it i played it a lot and i I was one of those people who who kept playing it even in spite of the fact that i was going why the hell am i playing this there's so much wrong with it why am i playing this thing and then in on in 2014 i was supposed to when i was still before i walked away from the gamers with jobs community i was supposed to be uh playing um i was supposed to be playing the raid with people uh during extra life and i grinded and grinded and grinded like a motherfucker to try to get the stuff needed uh and the level needed and the gear needed to be able to do the raid without just being a complete burden to my team because this is when the game was original shipping so it hadn't been tweaked or made more accessible or anything and i spent hours and hours grinding the shitty multiplayer mode to try to get to the point that i needed to and when Extra Life came up, I was still just short of it. And the guy was like, sorry, you're not going to be able to do it. And I was just like, yeah, fuck this game. <laughs> that's <laughs> I. That's one thing I've always hated about like MMOs, which which yeah. Destiny essentially was an MMO. It's a, it's, it's a light MMO, yes. Yeah. And like, wow, like you have to have a certain gear level, like, like yes. each. And, and so like you have... Like your gear is has ratings on it, like you know fifty seven or whatever. I don't know. And so yeah. if if your gear doesn't match up to a certain number, then you can't do the raid, or people will like mock you and stuff. It's like, come on, I made it to the max level. I yeah. I'm here. Let me just play the game and see if we can do it. Because uh, yeah. at that point, it's not saying that your skill is what matters. It's saying that your gear means more than your skill. So, I mean, that's one thing to say about, like, Dark Souls or Neo or any of those, like, super hard games. Is you can play through those games without leveling up. If yeah. you know what you're doing. If you really want to go that hardcore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're really that good, there's been I've seen people play the game with fucking guitar hero controllers. Yeah. I can barely uh, or, play. Or or voice attack. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and they're amazing. Like 
Oh yeah, I, they're I, they're friggin' they're savants, but yeah, yeah, and and that was the thing is I I don't like, and that's why I don't really play MMOs anymore either. Is I don't like games that put up artificial barriers, oh, and you know and- this one where it says unless you grind this otherwise terrible friggin' content for you know hours and hours and hours over and over again to get this number to this arbitrary point, sorry, you don't get to see the good stuff. Like right. no, oh, I got a vibe. Yeah, oh yeah, I heard about that too. Uh, yeah. it, it should be here on Friday. Join a Sony studio and don't buy PlayStation VR. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you know. But I uh, also understand why you went Vive. <laughs> yeah, Vive is has more games available for it, is why. Yes, and, and it's a it's better tech than the than the the PSVR for sure. Right, right. Anyway, so that 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 treating you all right? Uh, well, it comes in on Friday. I haven't got it yet. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I'll be. I'll be streaming that next weekend. So nice. um, let's let's move on to Kerbal. Have you played the Kerbal Space Program? I have kept meaning to. A buddy and I were going to do a streaming series. I was going to call it an idiot in space where I was because ba- he, he's an engineer and he's played a, a ton of it. And he was going to be uh, uh, he was going to do that. Uh, he was we were going to do a series where he was going to try to guide me through getting certain things done. And uh, we might still someday, but I never got the chance. But I've seen plenty of it. I know why that game is so cool. But there was also I remember a big fallout a while ago where a bunch of people apparently left the dev because they were treating them like garbage. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently those devs maybe were hired on by Valve. So it says uh, that's a smart acquisition. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's a Daniel. Pegologio, Pegologio, something like They're that. They're from uh, Brazil, I think, so yeah. that would make sense. Community manager at Squad has provided Destructoid with the following statement. We've had several people working on our team over the years. It is common among development studios for team members to come and go. And if some of those are currently working at Valve, it is on their behalf and we have nothing to do with it. We can only wish whomever good luck and success on their current and future endeavors we are not joining Valve. We continue to be an independent studio, and the core Kerbal Space Program team remains at Squad, hard at work on Update 1.3 and the Making History expansion. So some of the members quit and became members of what is, you know, of Valve. Uh, what's yeah. your thoughts on this? You Do you think it was? Please make things were- other than Dota hats. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's uh, primarily what they're making is hats. Yes, they're gonna make hat. They're gonna make hats and uh, hats and skins and uh, that are themed after space things, I guess. So, um, uh, yeah. So I I don't know. But, it's uh, I I don't know. I mean, I, it's it sounds like a good acquisition. Valve likes to hire smart people. The people who made Kerbal Space Program are smart as fuck. Oh yeah. Um and and yeah, apparently like I know apparently Squad is still around and they still have a team working on the game, but apparently it was the majority of the leads who left, which is why dev on uh Kerbal Space program is slow to a crawl. Right. But uh but yeah, if Valve gets those guys, I mean they've got some top shelf talent. I just yeah, like I know it's selfish of me to say, but as a player, I hope they get to actually make some video games because right. Valve is not doing a lot of that these days. <laughs> yeah, and they 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 mention at the speculation at the end that maybe cuz Valve is working on 3 VR titles. And the speculation yes. is that maybe these guys were hired to work on one of those titles. And of course, at the very end it says, "I would love it if they tackled Half-Life 3." Yeah. 
That's never going to happen. I mean, guys. if anybody could do it at this point, it'd be them. I mean, hey, they're they're spa- you know, if they want to if they want to do something where Gordon Freeman has to go into space, like, and you have to like maybe build the ship that gets him there, that I'd play the fuck out of that. That is okay. So I've tried to play Kerbal Space Program, but this, of course, was when it was like at point five. Like it was, it was before it became like fully fledged, and I have no idea how to build spaceships. I, I don't yeah. know. Um, I, and there's a huge tutorial, but I just, yeah, I was like, it's a huge tutorial, but apparently even after that, if you either don't know what you're doing, i.e. like my engineer friend or, uh, are not prepared to spend a lot of, um, time, uh, watching YouTube tutorials and stuff, then yeah, you'll be pretty lost. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing with Eve, Eve online. Eve had yes. like a two-hour tutorial, mm-hmm. and if you skip that tutorial, you are fucked. Yeah, like exactly. entirely. I mean, you're pretty fucked in Eve, regardless. But yeah, it's. I mean, Eve is just so in, in, intensely deep. It's just. I mean, it's one of those. That's the thing with Kerbal, and my, my engineer buddy told me this too. He's like, you know, when we're doing this co-op series where he's going to be providing coaching and whatnot he said yeah that works okay but he said a game like Kerbal is one of those games where if you're gonna play it by yourself if you really want the most out of it it's got to become kind of like your only game so uh, do you have you don't happen to have a vr headset do you i do not i have we have one at work i have, we have a vibe at work i have access to well i was thinking i really want to play uh keep talking and nobody explodes oh uh, yes i still want to do that actually uh fun fact that was made by local people Oh, up in uh, you live in Ottawa. Up in Ottawa, yeah. yeah. It was a uh, it was a team from uh, Algonquin College that made that game. Actually, I oh, met cool. I met the lead dev at a friend's wedding recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking since I know you know how, and I'm going off subject, but I don't care. So, mm. you know how people like there's a bunch of videos out there saying how awful Bubsy 3D is. Mm-hmm. I have access to the developers. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking, it would be awesome if I could sit one of them down and do like an interview with them. That would be awesome if you yeah. could talk about uh, talk about Bubsy 3D because I would love to hear the history behind it because it's I don't know if it had like a uh, if it ended up the way it did because it had a troubled development or if it was just it just ended up turning out that way. I think that'd be yeah, I'd I'd be really interested to see that. Yeah, and it's one of those things though where like I don't want to ask. Because <laughs> I've only been there a week. So <laughs> Would you guys wait. mind if? Uh, but yeah, well, maybe when you build up a little a little rapport with some people, you know. Well, I was thinking um, our administration person. Uh, I don't want to name any names, but our administration lady is uh, she doesn't do development anymore, but she was one of the developers on Bubsy 3D. So she would probably be the easiest to access because she's not you know actively working on a AAA title. Fair enough. So, but uh, you know. Later on, down the line, maybe. That'd be cool, though. I I would be very interested in seeing that. Yeah, you know what else I'm interested in? Mm-hmm. I'm interested in Monster Hunter XX for the Switch. Oh, did that? Oh, I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, yeah. It says uh, Monster Hunter XX is coming to the Switch in Japan. Uh, oh. oh, in Japan. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says uh, more details were supposed to come out yesterday, but I don't have those up. Um, and it says. Yeah, it says it has it's just been announced. And yeah, that's it. It's just been announced. 
hopefully it gets announced for America because that's one thing about Monster Hunter is that the only one I've played is the Monster Hunter for the Wii U, which was pretty good. I heard it was all right. Yeah, like I'm not a Monster Hunter guy, but I know people who dig Monster Hunter like the Wii U game. Right. And I mean, obviously... The uh, the Swift the Switch I mean because the most popular Monster Hunters at least in Japan for Capcom have often been the portable ones like the PSP one apparently is still a big deal over there so I mean the Switch is the perfect place to put that right right and that's yeah. one thing about Monster Hunter that I've always hated was that it's like mainly a portable series so you got the 3DS version you've got the PSP versions you've got um, the Wii U version uh, I think there was a Wii version wasn't there. Yes, there was Monster Hunter Try for the Wii, right? Which had that weird microphone thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's weird. Yeah, like but, a thing that looked kind of like a blue snowball that you put on top of your TV. <laughs> thing but, was friggin' weird. But uh, yeah, so you know they have all these mobile ones, but they only have a couple ones that were made for like actual consoles. So Monster Hunter Try and then Monster Hunter for the Wii U are the only ones I can think of. But they have a ton of titles out for like the PSP, Vita, 3DS and all that. Yeah. So coming to the Switch would be great cuz it's mobile, but it yep. also, you know, can be broadcast to your screen, which is yeah. what I would I think that the Switch is like the perfect place for a game like that because yeah, it's traditionally done it's done well in both places, but it's traditionally been considered an excellent uh portable game as well and the portable versions i think have always been the most popular one i know the 3ds one did really well so and and this way they also get more graphical horsepower out of it too so uh, i suspect i suspect it'll do pretty well for them oh yeah it's probably gonna sell like hotcakes though hotcakes don't sell especially well anymore anyway um would you pick up monster hunter for your switch or no uh, I'd wait and see. I mean, the, the Monster Hunter formula is always something I look at and go, I see why people dig this, but it's never been for me. But, it, you know, it might be something I'd, I'd try if the buzz around it was good. I'd have to see. Right, right. So let, let's move on. We've been talking about for the past few weeks, we've mentioned, you know, every once in a while that uh, advertisers are leaving YouTube. And I have a link down below. It's an old link. It even says old link. Um, talking about how advertisers were going away from uh, YouTube because of some controversial content as, as mm-hmm. you type, type, type away. So, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, they, you know, they went away or they, they left and it was, it was actually for a silly reason. There were some videos that were, and it was a very, very small percentage of videos that were, um, basically like hate videos like you know white supremacists and stuff like that and yeah. so they they were like okay we're gonna take ad revenue from away from these videos but they went a little bit further because the washington post i think published a huge article saying how all these hate videos are getting you know advertisers from advertisements on youtube and blah 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 and so they pulled out from like from youtube and then youtube mm-hmm. decided okay we need to crack down on this and mm-hmm. they cast two and they broad- overreacted him and they overreacted immensely yeah, yeah yeah so not only were you getting you know people with hate speech but anyone who had in their title syria like so even if they were yeah. just doing a news thing and we're talking about like the syrian airstrikes 
bam, they weren't getting ad revenue. Um, anyone who mentioned like Islamic stuff, bam, not getting ad yep. revenue. So a lot of people are just yeah. get, losing their ad revenue. I mean, I'm a I'm a big follower. Uh, one of the only political channels on YouTube I follow is the Young is Turks. The Rubin Report. No, no, I <laughs> not like them at all. But I, well, funny enough, I follow Dave Rubin, who we used to work with Young Turks, and then kind of basically had a falling out with them. Right. Um, I don't like everything he says, but he he's predominantly uh, Patreon supported. Right. Uh, but he has ta- But he was also relying on his. Uh, 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 he was also relying on ad revenue and he's talked about because he talks a lot about censorship and free speech and yes, indeed, Syria, it, radical Islam, things like that. And he said that for the last like two months, like 80% of his videos are getting demonetized. And right. a lot of them, when they, when he asks for review, they come back and say, nope. Well, I watch, um, I do, I actually, I actually do watch the Young Turks, but um, they're not my favorite, but they do have decent coverage. Um, there is some stuff on there I've heard is good. I know yeah. it's mostly a couple of well-known personalities on there that I don't care for, but that makes sense. Uh, and then I don't I agree also, with nearly everything Dave Rubin says either. So, no. hey. <laughs> and I also watch uh, um, Kyle Kalinsky, who does Secular Talk. And mm, okay, yeah, he's actually really good. I, I like him quite a bit. Um, but we're uh, and then there's also I don't watch him very often, but the amazing amazing atheist. Yeah. <clears throat> um I don't watch him very often but the, I bring him up because he had changed his name on YouTube because he's like, you know, I talk about more things than just like atheism and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to change it to TJ Kirk, which is his name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he went to go change he was like people are like giving him a, a bunch of shit for it and he's like, "Well, I just I don't want to upset a bunch of people, so I'm just going to change it back to the amazing atheist. They won't let him because he's got the word atheist in it, or because his that cha- his previous channel was considered bad. No, it was it was it said that his name didn't follow the community guidelines. So it, because it had atheist in it, then most yeah. likely. So he was able to keep it, but then once he changed it, he can't change it back. So he's he's stuck with T.J. Kirk. And the reason wow. we're bringing up all this all of this stuff is that they've cast the net even wider to involve all of professional wrestling. What? All of professional wrestling cannot be monetized anymore. Which is like the most mainstream, sanitized, corporatized, designed to not really offend anyone kind of entertainment. Well, that's WWE. So... Uh, you're thinking you're talking about other things maybe yeah, 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 yeah. in the yeah. context of this is bad yeah so there's a there's a wrestling promotion called wcpw what culture have you heard of them i have not so what culture they do a lot of things so they make videos on like disney movie like top 10 disney movies and blah 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 stuff like that but they did okay. a while back they started wc uh what culture wrestling which was their wrestling site. So they would do, do like top 10 heels in wrestling, you know, stuff like that. And mm-hmm. eventually they got so big and they're um, based in the UK, I believe. I want to say they're based over, you know, across the pond. And yeah. they got so big on YouTube that they actually were able to start their own wrestling promotion. Oh, called okay. What Culture Pro Wrestling. And they, it's not like they have 
like little people there. They have names that even you might have heard of. Uh, Ray Mysterio was on it. Bret Hart came on it, uh, not as a wrestler. Um, but these are like you might not know them, but they're big names. Um, and they they have a a pretty hefty price tag. So the way that they were earning money was that they would do what's called WCPW Loaded. On Mondays, they would do a live stream of WCPW. and Or it wasn't a live stream. They would actually like air it live-ish, but it was, it was pre-recorded, and then they would have like a full airing of it. And then they would, throughout the week, break up the matches and post them on... Uh, their YouTube channel so that people could go watch the matches matches individually. And it was all free. Um, Okay. And so Rey Mysterio versus Alberto El Patron got 1.1 million views. Pretty good. That's a pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah. 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 How much ad revenue do they, do you think they got? Fat nothing. I'm guessing. $44. $44. Damn. Yeah. So they have since had to cancel WCPW loaded. They're still, they're still a promotion. They're still going out there and, and doing events, but they can't air a live or they can't air a weekly show. It's not live, but a weekly show uh, for free because of the fact that they're not making any money off of it anymore. And of course they're, and this they're is because YouTube will not allow them to monetize this because reasons that I assume they're not being told because YouTube never tells anyone anything. Well, it's, they're saying that um, it says owing to a change in monetization policy, which has now been classified wrestling as a non advertiser friendly. It is no longer financially feasible for WC pre-W to produce a weekly free show uh, of the quality that our fans deserve. Um, so basically they're just saying it's non-advertiser friendly, probably because of the violence. I, I, yeah, the totally, everyone knows it's fake violence, but yeah, that's still insane. Yeah. I mean, everyone knows it's fake, but there's a point where like these smaller, like WWE, they, they had an air, they had a time in like the, the nineties, like the late nineties, early two thousands where, you know, they showed a lot more blood. It was a lot more violent and more realistic looking. Mm-hmm. And then advertisers started going away. And so they had to tone it back and, and, and went to PG. And so there's there's rarely blood anymore and stuff like that. But these smaller promotions don't have to deal with that as much. And mm-hmm. so there is the possibility that they're going to, you know, be blading, which is... uh. You know, cutting your forehead, make yourself bleed. Oh, okay. Um, so there, there's more of a chance that they're going to be blading, more of a chance that they're going to do high-risk stuff that actually could hurt the person. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, we we have sports like football isn't a not violent <laughs> sport. Like, like it is or, a violent sport. Or, you know, sport. hockey. <laughs> hockey. Um, and, and I don't know if these are, these are probably still considered advertiser friendly because football doesn't have the stigma that wrestling does. So, no, it does not. You're right. Which, which is silly because football players 
are more likely to get concussions than wrestlers. Just yes. because of how hard that they get hit and how much they have to put their body through. Like, well, I, and it's not choreographed. Like when a football player takes a hit, he hasn't been, you know, he 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 didn't know it was coming, right? And, and couldn't yeah. brace for it the way a wrestler does. Right. And and of course, wrestling in any capacity, like uh people always say, you know, wrestling's fake and blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, fall flat on your back. Just yeah. from a standing position, just fall flat on your back and and tell me how long it takes you to get up. Because well, they did a uh, for one of their game of the year things a few years ago. Dan Reichert from Giant Bomb went to uh, to do some uh, a little bit of wrestling training with Xavier Woods. Oh and yeah, he yeah, yeah. Actually, got the whole briefing on like here's how to take a bump and here's how to do all this other stuff, and he was trained on it, and he still took the bump and was like, oh god. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes months. <laughs> it takes months of just basically taking bumps, so yeah. that that your body's actually kind of used to it, and it's. It's it's a pain, like literally. A yeah, pain. I'm sure it is. <laughs> and so, going like, uh, you know, football is much the same as wrestling. It's entertainment. It's sports. It it it, it has that. It's not choreographed or whatnot, but it does have like a lot more real violence in it. But I'm sure that it's considered advertiser friendly. Um. Yeah. But I I don't know I. I think that they are casting way too broad of a net by including all wrestling into this. I can understand if they were like, okay, if you show blood, we're not going to adver- we're not going to monetize your videos. In the future, if yeah. if you have bleeding, we're not going or if if you have steel chair shots to the head, we're not going to have, you know, we're not going to be advertiser friendly. But just saying all pro wrestling is not advertiser friendly doesn't no. doesn't make sense. And I wonder how far they're going to go. Like yeah. what what is next that they're going to say is not advertiser friendly? Bumblefights? Yeah. That, that, well, and that, that's <laughs> the problem, right? Is yeah, I, that's the problem is that YouTube is and has always been so bloody bad. Uh, you know, YouTube has been so bloody bad uh that at communicating anything to their partners even the huge ones that no one knows what's going to happen and like the, you know the every time they implement some new initiative whether it's this or when they did the new comments section or when they redid content id a while ago it always casts such an unbelievably unnecessarily wide net out of the gate that you know it fucks over a whole bunch of people and most things do tend to settle down like content id settled down comments settled down but this hasn't really they've just they've probably been tweaking it behind the scenes but they you know no one knows what why or how and they won't say so like i i don't blame any big channel that's that that try that that is not the most sterile family friendly content you know being nervous for sure yeah like it I understand, like, YouTube wanting to say, okay, we need the advertisers to come back. We need to, yeah. we need to stop putting advertisers in these, like, hate, ch- hate-filled channels. Because that's what it originally stemmed from, was, like, some neo-Nazi. Well, no, it did. It, it did. And, and to be fair, you know, YouTube could have just said, these channels that we deem hate, we're just banning. 
Right. You know, and they didn't do that at least. But the problem is, is that they're not demonetizing the channels that pissed off the advertisers. They're demonetizing anything that even very slightly looks like it could possibly kind of be related to what those channels put out. Right. Like, that's the thing. When I watch Dave Rubin's channel, like I said, I don't agree with a lot of the things that are said on there, but he doesn't do anything that even comes remotely close to actual hate speech. There are shall I say, very sensitive people on the internet who would disagree with that. They're very wrong. Yeah, they're very wrong. Uh, But (laughs) nothing he says on there, it it comes anywhere. Like if you compare what he said uh, or what he says on his channel or even what his guests say versus what some of these actual hate channels are, I mean, they're not even in the same state. Like they're miles and miles apart. But, you know, he's getting hit with the same thing. But he, to his credit, has strongly said, you know, while... I do want this ad revenue. I can pay the bills with Patreon. And he said, he said, you know, I'm not manipulating my titles. I'm not making sure I avoid the word Islam. I'm not making sure I avoid difficult topics. If this is what YouTube wants to do, I'm not changing what I make. And see, and that sec- I very much respect secular talk. Um, got in like, he was like, and we're fucked because, yeah. um, all of his revenue was from YouTube. Yeah. He did not uh, diversitize his revenue fund stream. And so he's – the good thing is a lot of those talk – those channels like um, Secular Talk or or Rubens there, um, Mm -hmm. their ads are coming back. And so they're getting getting money for those ads. So they they Mm -hmm. seem to be kind of narrowing it down to hate speech on that end. But now they're going after wrestling and I would assume like UFC, like MMA stuff. You'd think if they're concerned about violence. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, but I'm unsure if they're actually doing that. All I know is is what they're doing with wrestling. And I haven't seen any other anything saying that UFC or MMA or anything is is getting banned. But I think that... um. There are certain channels like the Young Turks, which, like them or hate them, the Young Turks has a huge audience. Oh yeah, and I don't think that their ads were ever taken away. Probably not. I'm sure we would have heard about it if they were. And they certainly deal with you know. I mean, I don't think they deserve to be demonetized any more than Dave Rubin does. Even though I disagree with them far or agree with them far less, still, you know, they they. You know, I, I'm a free speech. I'm a hardcore free speech advocate. So, like, they oh, should yeah. be able to to they should be able to to say what they want to say and discuss controversial topics without worrying about losing their livelihood. Absolutely. Okay. Before we go, uh, and, and that's pretty much the end of the podcast. Uh, before we go, though, I want to say though I did see the best headline ever. It's also terrible, and <laughs> I, I I feel bad, but I also Terror laughed. <laughs> It, the headline was neo Nazi converts to Islam. Okay. Kills neo Nazi friends. Well, <laughs> I mean, good for him. <laughs> I was just like, that is all right then, uh, because they yeah. were they were not being accepting of his Islamic faith. You don't say. Yeah, you, you don't say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, uh, if, if you're listening to the podcast and you made it this far, go to the, the comment section down below, uh, whether it's on YouTube or on my website at com, and 
type in what what do you think about any of the stories that we talked about today especially youtube demonetizing videos uh i actually had a case where my video one of my podcasts was demonetized for a while because of something that we talked about in it and it wouldn't tell me what so i had to no that's the worst part is they won't tell you what either Yeah. yeah so i had to submit it for review and then they finally monetized the video Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, thanks for being here, Jerry. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank. Yeah, it's been too long. Hopefully, it won't be as long before next time. Yeah, maybe maybe next week. Um, yeah. But anyway, thanks for being here. We will uh, ask you real quick because I almost forgot. Where can we find you online? Uh, so I'm on uh, my YouTube channel. Is at YouTube.com/slash/pxabstraction. Um, it's been slow there for a while, but uh, I'm hoping to get that ramped up again soon. I'm also uh, trying to stream a bit more. If you go to live.pxa.ca, it shows the the places that I'm I'm doing that. Uh, I have to update that page to change it with the Mixer logo, I guess, instead of the Beam logo. But uh, yeah, I've got that, and I'm on uh, Twitter at PXA Media. Um, yeah, I haven't made a lot of content lately, but I hope there's a lot more coming soon. I may also as well... Uh, be finally, I used to post a lot of reviews on Geek Bravado, which is the blog that I've been neglecting for a very long time now. Uh, my uh, CavMac also got me um, involved. I'm not actually on their team yet, but I'm in their Discord and talking to them. Uh, the uh, a beam, uh, beam stream team, or sorry, Mixer stream team called The Shed. And uh, they actually are about to launch a website and they were looking for people to actually do reviews for them. Uh, and uh, the guy who runs the shed uh cab max said hey i know this guy who's written reviews on his blog and i sent him a bunch of my stuff and he's like this is awesome do you want to write for us so uh i might be putting some more stuff up there soon too which would be really cool are you gonna get paid for it i can monetize it he said i can monetize the ads on it if i want which is to say i'm not going to get paid much of anything but he said if i want to he said if i want to monetize it and i'm gonna i'm asking him if i can still do the audio versions of the reviews and put them on my youtube channel and uh it it looks like that's going to be okay Uh, i'm just waiting for a final on that but uh, it could be could be cool it's just nice to be able to write stuff and have it put up somewhere that more than like three people will read it so that's always cool yeah i was gonna say you can put it up on read entertainment but no one's gonna read it no, well, that's uh, my current problem it, too. It so. was it was funny. There was a guy who, um, like, he does a a blog or whatnot that's that's been around. It was on Gizmodo for a while or IO9, whichever one I don't know. Uh, and then mm-hmm. it it got taken off there when you know the Hulk Hogan thing happened. And mm-hmm. uh, he went to another uh, website and he was only there for a few months. And then it he transferred to another website and then. He was only there for a few months and they took it down. And so he's like, yeah, I'm still, I'm looking for a new place for the blog. Um, you know, just need to find a, find the right fit. I'm like, you can always go to Reet Entertainment. You know, we can't yeah. pay you or anything. Obviously being sarcastic. Yes. And people were getting so, like his fans got so upset. They're like, people deserve to be paid for the work. I'm like, if it makes you feel better, he'll be paid in experience. <laughs> I'll be paid in exposure. That's what people love to hear. <laughs> and and like, have you ever? It, it was anyway. The guy messaged me back or, or tweeted me back and was like, "He has experience in and exposure. He just ne- he just needs to find a right website and blah blah blah. He's not some in, like twenty something year old intern." And I was just like, "You just did not get the joke. Goodness, no. Ah, well. Um. Anyway." You know where you can find me? Reetonentertainment.com. You can find me uh, at Reeton on Twitter. You can find me Reeton on Mixer. 
and Twitch and YouTube and pretty much just type in Reeton and you'll find me. I'm everywhere. Um, thank you again for being here again. Is your name actual Ger- actually Gerald? Yeah, my real name is Gerald Corcoran. Okay. Yeah, I just, okay. every I go by Jerry. I figured I, I called you Gerald earlier and I was like, I don't know if he... <laughs> I no, it is. Yeah, okay. it, it, the government knows me as that, yes. Okay, so thank you for being here, Jerry. Uh, I'll talk My to pleasure. you next week, t- hopefully. For sure. Take it easy, guys. Yep, bye.